Hi, everybody. Welcome to No Story Sacred. If you've never listened before, basically, we're four siblings who grew up talking about the art of storytelling. Now that we're adults, we're still talking about it, and we're inviting you to join the conversation. I'm Alex, and I've got a chip on my shoulder. <laughs> I'm Cat, and Bend, and Snap. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm Brendan, and you know what? I think if given half the chance, I would take my dog to class. <laughs> I mean, people do it all the time now, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just gotta label him a therapy dog. No, don't do that. Irresponsible. And I'm Pippin, and I am so much better than before. Ooh. Ooh. Pippin cheating. What? Yeah, Pip. What the hell? What? Pippin, if you, uh, the audience doesn't know, is uh, doing lines. For, she's doing lines. She's, <laughs> she's quoting <laughs> lines from Lily Blonde, the musical, which was not today's assignment. Well, what was today's assignment? Oh, uh, actually, I, I was also oh, quoting from uh, the musical. So, Mother, you son of a bitch. In fact, it was the entire uh, song. So. Yeah, yeah, entire <laughs> song called that. Wow. Anyway. But today, we're technically talking about the 2001 movie Legally Bond. So spoilers abound. Technically. 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 Go on. If you want specific content warnings about things we may talk about, check out the show notes on nostorysecret.com. For those of you who've never watched Legally Bond, the summary according to Google is, Elle Woods has it all. She wants nothing more than to be Mrs. Warner Huntington III. But there is one thing stopping him from proposing. She is too blonde. Damn. Are you, Clarol? Elle rallies all of her, all of her resources and gets into Harvard, determined to win him back. I mean, technically, that's that's the summary. Yeah. It's not inaccurate. It's the first part of the movie. And you know what? It's also a summary of Legally Blonde, the musical. The superior version. Wow. First of all, I've never seen Legally Blonde, the musical. Second Same. of all. Same. <laughs> you guys, it's really good. You wouldn't think so, but it's amazing. Well, I wouldn't think this movie would be uh, good, but you know what? It actually surprisingly is good. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. probably why they made a musical. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's not give any credit to people who make musicals from films. I think Kat and I watched the movie at the same time. Was this back was in theaters? There's back in the theater. Holy shit, you guys watched it in theaters? Yes, we did. Yes. Because this was back when I was doing my uh, summer camp counselor days. Mm-hmm. And I believe Kat was picking us up. Uh, me and uh, one of my friends that was also a camp counselor there at the time. A friend who is notoriously uh, against most movies. Yeah. 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 Very. <laughs> we love you, buddy. Um, <laughs> but we are on the way up north, and we used to play a game, not so much anymore because we're all busy people, where we'd go to the movie theater and play What's Playing Next? And what do you know, Legally Blonde was the next movie showing when we showed up at the movie theater. And that's how we watched the movie. <laughs> it is a game taught to us by our father. <laughs> yep. Passed down from from father to son. From father to from son. From father to from son. Father to son. <laughs> P-E-T-R-I. <laughs> I still remember that radio drama. <laughs> and other dumb family and jokes. <laughs> <laughs> that you uh, get to be a part of now and not understand. Like all the best in jokes. <laughs> we are an accessible podcast for our listeners. Mom and little baby loves rhubarb pie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, more people have listened to that than old uh, radio plays meant to keep you in. Suspense. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway. We're, but we're talking about this. And the thing is, like, we went and did the what's playing next game. And I just remember going in to the movie. I mean, this is how I also watched Sisterhood of the Frickin' Traveling Pants. So I'm, wow. you know, yeah. I saw Osmosis Jones this way. Oof. In theaters. Bad luck of the draw. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. 
Osmosis Jones is actually kind of legit. Good. Nope, nope, nope. Nope, nope. Alex, uh, Brendan, move on, quick. Yep, yep. Before before the pitch works. I will fight you, I will fight you. (laughs) Alex was wrong that day. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Now, um, so so I go into Legally Blonde here, and, you know, I was a, like, teenager, maybe, yeah, yeah, still, you know, in the teens at the time that I saw this. And, you know, I'm going like, oh, man, this is... Oh, she's just going to Harvard to win him back. Ugh. And then, like, by the time the trial that happens at the end of the movie happens, I'm like, I'm invested in this character and I want to see her triumph. Come on. She don't need that man. It's a story <laughs> of self, self-worth. Yeah, that's it the is. thing. Like, like you kind of had this premise, right, of, oh, it's just going to be two hours of blonde jokes or hour and a half of blonde jokes and... That is a premise that would get very dry, very old, very, very quickly. Mm. So instead, it's like, okay, we have that for the obligatory intro and get the jokes out of the way early on. Mm -hmm. And now you still have them peppered out throughout the movie because, again, name of the movie. But But it's like you're on the side of the blonde now. Yeah. 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 It's like, no, I... I want I want to see her succeed at law school. Come on, she worked really hard, and apparently aced the LSATs. Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah. Fun fact: she did better on her LSATs than Sam Winchester did on Supernatural. Yeah, I mean, the, when I took the LSATs, I was like, "Oh, Jesus Christ!" At least then, then I, you know, didn't go to law school. Mm. Probably made the wise choice. Yeah. I've met too many lawyers. <laughs> There's a whole song in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend called Don't Be a Lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, another episode for another time. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> but um, this movie's in a weird spot. It's It's got a lot of sort of 90s jokes in it, 90s level jokes. Mm-hmm. For instance, uh, there's the, the feminist gag. You know, mm. the, the girl who doesn't shame for her armpits and busily hates men, uh, is a character in there. Enid. Yeah. I mean, which is very 90s. But at the same time, this movie is in many respects deeply feminist, which brings out the whole 2000 v- you know, vibe. Yeah. Cause mm. this came out in what? 2001? 2001. Yep. yep. Yeah. So that means that the script was, was being written in the 90s. Yep. Yeah. The book was written in the 90s because I believe there was originally a book. Uh, really? Detailing. I, yeah. I believe so too, yeah. Yeah, it was a, uh, you know, uh, the the author was basically more or less talking about her experiences going to Stanford, I believe. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, actually, yeah, that, that's where a lot of the the heart comes from. Aww. Probably should have read that for the podcast. Whoops. Eh. And there's a number of also... uh. Very small-scale publication uh, fiction novels that came out after the movies that are mm-hmm. all basically terrible. Hmm. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, let, let's just kind of quickly go through the movie. I mean, because it, it, we, we kind of touched on the first major beat where Elle Woods, president of her sorority. Delta New. Delta New. That's an important plot point, actually. Yeah. Her and her... Uh, was it fiance? No. Boyfriend. No. Boyfriend. Boyfriend. Oh, she, oh it's right. They thought he would be his fiance. Like, that's what, that's what they all, he, he's gonna invite her out for dinner that night to talk to her about something serious. Oh, it's gonna be a ring. It's a ring. <laughs> and then, yeah, he dumps her mm-hmm. for someone less you. No, blonde. <laughs> and this sparks her determination to chase after him at least that's the initial motivator right the impetus (laughs) well it's it's half chasing after him and also half of it you know he he says that the reason he's going to law school and is going to find a smart you know uh uh, wife or whatever is because you know he needs a jackie instead of a Marilyn, which Mm, is just like fuck you (laughs) oh yeah i mean and so part of her thing is not just you know uh, uh get him back but also like Prove she's, him wrong. She's not dumb. I mean, consistently we see while she is a blonde in the stereotypical way, she's not a dumb blonde. Yeah, and also that uh, that comparison 
Let's tell him because Marilyn was not dumb. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> also, she wasn't really blonde, but anyway. <laughs> but- Wrong on both points, then. <laughs> yeah. Though the point stands where when she first decides to go to Harvard, uh, it's not so she can learn to be a, a lawyer herself. It's to prove to Warner that she's smart mm. and that she's, you know, serious and be the kind of girl that, that he wants. And yeah. then along the way discovers self-actualization. Because another theme, at least explicit in the musical, is being taken seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's in the pre- that's present in the movie as well. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a whole song, Serious. Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, and, and just trying to get people to uh, take her seriously, and then she starts taking herself seriously. Aw. <laughs> and actually, a quick sidebar. Can we also just call this movie, man, Screw Warner? Yeah. The movie? I mean, really, Jesus. Although... Who do you end up hating more by the end of the movie? Warner or that one lawyer dude? Uh, that, that oh one my god, dude. the lawyer dude. Yeah, yeah the, the lawyer yeah. dude. It, it's kind of hands down there. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was saying that and then I'm like, nope, nope, no contest. Uh, Warner was just was being entitled in on so unwanted someone to take care of him later in life if, rather than Al. Warner uh, is a douchebag. That lawyer was predatory. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he described himself as a shark. It's true. So the lawyer, by the way, is not just, you know, somebody who's established and therefore and, and older and therefore has a, a point of power over her in that way, but also is her teacher and yep. and uh, is trying to hold over the uh, uh, promise of a future job. It's like. Every single point of how can this guy be an absolute asshole with a power imbalance predator? He's like, let me just tick these all off one by one. Tick, one box. Tick, uh, let's tick. just go for the entire set. Yeah. After all, I'm a winner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of easy. Mm. I mean, uh, oh man, like he would be like destroy. Uh, come the uh, come the Me Too movement. Oh mm. yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. And rightly so. And rightly fucking so. So anyway. I now I now have my story idea. <laughs> <laughs> Elle goes to Harvard, you know, figures out that it's not gonna be easy like her ha- life had been before. Because while she is very, very smart, she wasn't used to that level of uh work. Yep. Mm-hmm. But you know, eventually starts to get into it with with some pointers from uh Luke Wilson. Luke Luke Wilson in the movie, Christian Burrell in the musical. Uh, <laughs> t- two-time Tony winner. I wow. believe the character has a name. Emmett. Emmett. <laughs> Emmett Forrest L. Woods. Oh. Oh, God. Really? <laughs> yeah. Son of a bitch. Both their names begin with E, too. Ah. Uh. Anyway, <laughs> but he he's a, a nice older lawyer type and helps guide through the the. But the not a creepy process. elder lawyer type. Yeah, well, just genuinely trying to help her. He's like basically like a junior lawyer, like just graduated, and he's a grad student. Like he, essentially, he fits well, that they're all they're all grad students. Mother, really? Postdoc? I think he'd be a postdoc technically. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, the equivalent, yeah. Whatever whatever the equivalent in lawyer speak is, because they have to have different words. <laughs> There's a process. He's TAing Callahan's class. Yeah. But, importantly, does not start any sort of relationship with L. spoiler alert, <laughs> uh, until after she's done with that class. Yep, because he has morals. Yeah, he does. Uh, and instead just goes, here's how you can study better. <laughs> Let's do study groups. Let's get you through this semester you seem like a perfectly nice person you mean what tas are supposed to do yeah what and teaches her to have a chip on her shoulder yeah a chip on your shoulder you might want to get That's one a- as well okay another musical thing listen the musical is really fucking good seriously guys Let's see uh during the course of these adventures uh l makes friends along the way Including friends from enemies. 
frenemies, one might say. Because uh, she meets Warner's now fiancé. He moves fucking quick. Well done, yeah, team, no shit. I have to say. Oh, I'm, I'm fair. He's certainly he already had her in the... Uh... <gasps> he had her in the pocket already? Oh. She couldn't have known, though. No, 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 no. no. Vivian, She's got like her that. own self-esteem issues. And then she also, uh, and Elle also makes friends uh, with the local hairdresser. Which is a note about how not only is there the, the dumb blonde thing, but there's also the the rich versus the lower class. Mm. Mm. And just the uh, general uh, stigmatization of non-prestigious uh, careers. Indeed. Yeah, technical work, which hairdressing is one. Yeah. Well, it's also... Uh, uh, you guys know about the hairdresser who took a look at what the uh, uh, academia was thinking about Greek hairstyles? Yes, I was thinking about and that the other day. And she's like, you guys aren't ac- – what? <laughs> so she went and she, like, figured out how to do these complicated uh, uh, hairstyles for this really particular weird Greek thing using the tools of the time and what she knew about hair, which surprisingly hmm. a lot of academics didn't know. Yeah, I think ah. the academics assumed that, that they were all wigs or something. Yeah, and she's like, w- but why when you could do it with this, 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 this? Yeah, and she huh. completely accurately replicated it with the tools of the time. My hair just does it, does it naturally. Maybe you're born with it. <laughs> Maybe it's that elder god you summoned. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe it's, it's elder elder gods. <laughs> Maybe it's... <laughs> anyway, uh, so then a big murder trial comes up. Yeah, with a it does. fashion, not a fashion, a exercise guru. Guru. Yep. Who is like in her 20s uh, and is accused of having murdered her 60-year-old husband. And for this murder trial, uh, Callahan needs some interns to help with the workload. Elle Warner, Vivian... And Enid uh, are the interns. And wait, what about that guy? Oh, it's the guy there too. There's another guy. Yeah, listen, wasn't there in the musical? The the one with the one on the autistic spectrum, that one. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a sweetheart. I like him. Yeah. And Elle helps him get a date because Elle just cares about people. She yes, cares she about does. people. Which actually leads into the murder trial because the suspect, their defendant, whatever happens to be a delta new or <gasps> delta new yep and confesses to to l her alibi which she is keeping very secret because though she is a fitness guru she was at a liposuction that day <gasps> dun, dun, dun. so she refuses to give up her alibi in general because she doesn't want that getting out which would understandable destroy, I mean, yeah, it would destroy her fortune her career indeed I mean, you know, that versus jail, you got to make some decisions, but still. So that basically yields that Elle knows the truth and the audience knows the truth that the defendant didn't do it. So then it becomes this kind of that then we then we switch into courtroom drama yep. in this uh, blonde musical. <laughs> though really you could just uh, say hey, uh, uh she was at a private outpatient procedure and then like Okay, and then you'll just say, but that's not as dramatic, Alex. Yeah. Yeah. And then toward the end of the trial, uh, we're, we're glossing over a lot of really good beats in the trial, but you know, what have you. That's when Callahan shows his true colors of being a predatory fuck. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the defendant basically kicks Callahan off the case. For being a predatory fuck. Which, yep. understandable, and names L, our main character, as her attorney. Because I guess, uh, according to bird law, you can do that. <laughs> oh, it's explained. I'm not sure if it's actual law. According to a video I saw on YouTube, it's not entirely accurate. <laughs> what? <laughs> Say what? <laughs> but according to... The movie law. Yeah, a law student can you know, perform a case. That's the term. So long as a, a licensed, <laughs> licensed lawyer is yeah. there to supervise. Which Emmett is. 
Yeah, and volunteers to do so, probably quitting his job with Callahan in the process, although I think at that point that was a foregone conclusion for him anyway. Yeah, because oh, he yeah. has what do you mean? a boss that is predatory and more than just has court cases? Shit. What? Although I did, I did forget to mention the one part where after the uh, predatory thing happens, Elle is thinking about quitting and leaving law school. It was all a mistake and goes back to the hairdresser to say goodbye. But then we get that one last little bit of uh, encouragement from the other uh, kind of female uh, professor. I forget her name. Kind of like a American McGonagall. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But basically, it's like, ah, if you let that, if you let one prick ruin your life, then you're not the person I thought you were. So, right? Was it something like that? Probably. Yeah. It was women supporting women. Yep. Yeah. Uh, in the musical, the way it goes down is it's Vivian who shows up to the hair salon and, and, and tells her, you're my new role model. Aw. You're amazing. Uh, and you have to go back because she also, I, I don't remember if she does in the movie. She and Warner sees Callahan, uh, kiss Elle. Yeah. Only Vivian sees her slap her, slap him, uh, uh-huh. and sort of aftermath thereof. So Warner thinks that, uh, Elle is going to try to sleep her way to the top. Uh, and the way Vivian phrases it says, Warner sees a woman sleeping her way to the top. I see a woman who doesn't have to. As in the movie, as I recall, as I recall the movie, um, Warner's not present. There is, in fact, uh, Vivian steps in while uh, uh, what's his head is trying to kiss L, uh, and then believes that she had been wrong all along that L was not uh, trying her best, but rather was trying to sleep her way to the top. Yeah, and that's why the musical's better. There was a moment of misunderstanding. Indeed. So L believes that she has lost everything. She's also lost, you know, a non-blonde friend of hers and uh, the respective people. And it turns out that perhaps she had been brought onto this uh, team, not for any talent she had, but because uh, the dude wanted to sleep with her. So she's really... Uh, she's ready to go home. At a low point. She reaches her low point. And then um, uh, I, I guess McGonagall pops up and is like, <laughs> uh, no. No, you kick ass. I think also doesn't Emmett pop up at some point and yeah, she refuses yeah. to, she won't tell him what happened or she does. I don't really remember. She does. Okay. No. And he's yeah, like, she, shit, he's like, shit, but you know what? No, you're not here because you're, you know, eye candy, but because uh, you deserve it and you're talented, et cetera and so forth. And it's at that point, like right after there that Vivian learns the truth as well, because yeah. And then that, that resolves as well, like mm-hmm. pretty quickly. Mm. But yeah, uh, and, and then we get back to the courtroom where she gets named as the defendant or, or the, the the lawyer, and and Elle's specialized knowledge because she cares about appearances uh, and how you look, which is not actually a bad thing. But that uh, expertise leads to the break in the case and destroys the guru's husband's daughter, mm-hmm. her alibi. And gets her to confess to murder on the stand. Perry Mason, eat your heart out. <laughs> it's not just her alibi. She was also the person who was the witness, apparently, the to the witness. defendant having done the crime. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a one-two punch right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, because she claimed that she had been taking a shower and heard the gunshot, uh, but no, also claimed- She could not have heard the gunshot because she was taking a shower. However, she yep. came downstairs- and right. saw uh, uh, the defendant and the body and the blood. And the gun. But that's why they couldn't find the gun, because the shot had happened while she was in the shower. Right. And gave- In the uh, shower? Wait, wait. Yeah. In, in the shower? She was So in, she was showering. She was showering. I think you'll find that she was showering. Uh, <laughs> Earlier that day. She says she was showering. Was she in the shower? Was she, she washing was in the her shower. hair? Was she in she the shower? She was. Sh- okay. She was, yeah. Uh, important to note here, uh, she had gotten a perm <gasps> earlier that day. Earlier that day. That very day. Now, how many perms had she had over the course of her lifetime? Uh, two per year since she was 16. So <laughs> we're talking, gosh, almost 30 perms. Uh, Something you, like that. Do you think that Bass. she would then know perhaps the key rule, the key rule of uh, 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 perm aftercare? I mean, after 30 perms, you have to. Indeed. And which was? <laughs> you don't get a perm wet for at least 48 hours. Wait, is it 48 or 24? <laughs> Whatever, it was too long. <laughs> I thought it was 72. 
Listen, guys, the point is you can't have a shower the same day. Yeah, that's Notice the how point. none of us have gotten a perm. <laughs> none of us have gotten a perm. These curls are natural, mm. baby. Uh, Fashion. Too, yes. Too, too much perm. Um, natural perm. Your <laughs> <laughs> hair's super cute. Anyway. And yes, that, that leads to the, the big break and she confesses and yeah. <laughs> She's my age. It's a very ace attorney moment. Yeah. And, and, and then that is the end of the trial. And then we jump ahead four years to three the, years. Uh, or no, three years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Law school. End of law school. And we get the, uh, <laughs> stand by me, uh, <laughs> where are they after the movie sequence? Which is so great. But also yeah. apparently, again, thanks, thanks YouTube for telling me things that I'm certain are true. Apparently the original ending of the movie, uh, had the, it just ended at the court. Uh, and like, uh, they Emmett and L kiss on the steps of the court and, and that's like, that's it. But it didn't test well with audiences because they're like, wait a second, you mean that she did all this just to get a guy? Like, that's the end of the movie no. for her? Fair, like, didn't we just go through all this to show that she didn't need no man? <laughs> so they yeah. redid it so that we had, uh, the culmination of her own personal journey, uh, that she int- continued to, uh, be a fucking boss. Graduates valedictorian. Valedictorian gives yep. the final speech at Harvard Law. Woo! And, uh, uh, yeah, and, and yes, we still get the, uh, where's everybody, but it becomes less focused on the romantic aspect and, and more on her journey. Warder now flips burgers. Ha ha, Warder. <laughs> the, Which is not to say that flipping burgers is not in and of itself a uh, yeah. uh, thing, but Warner's a dick, not, so. And in the yeah. musical, will he, uh, Makes more money email modeling anyhow. Wow. Uh, also, huh. uh, in the movie, uh, the little text says that Warner, uh, that, sorry, uh, Emmett plans to propose to Elle that night. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, in the musical, uh, Elle proposes to Emmett right there. Oh, okay. Well, I guess. That scans. And, yeah. And, and that's just one of the reasons that the musical is superior. I don't know. I don't think that's very professional. I prefer professional Elle. Professional. Listen, it was her speech. And Elle's just a really uh, just kind, caring person, which is why she told the hairdresser whose name fell out of my head. That's showing you don't care and you don't love people? Go on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that instead of listening to the speech that Elle was giving, they could just play Where Are They Now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I, I really want to point out that in the musical, the sorority sisters are there in the beginning. But they keep showing up throughout for songs. <laughs> yeah, aren't they a Greek chorus or something? Yes, yeah. because this is a tragedy, and every tragedy needs a Greek chorus. And it is, I feel, the best joke. Because it's a pun, you see. Because uh, part of the Greek wait, life. Why is it a Greek? Wait, what? Because there's a sorority. It's a Greek oh, life. Oh, Greek. Fuck. Yep. <laughs> okay, so that was the movie or musical, musical if you cheated. It's not cheating. It's Fucking the same cheaters. plot. Hey, it's hey, the hey. same plot, but with some nice tunes. I mean, really. And a fun song and dance. Singing the major plot points is really the best way they have uh, of doing something. Would you have, have cracked a biography of Alexander Hamilton? I think not. I, fuck you. I have like so many biographies of random historical dudes. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but do you admit you would rather watch Hamilton than read... Ron Chernow is Hamilton. I refuse to do Ron Chernow the disservice of saying I wouldn't read his book. Pippin. Search your feelings. <laughs> you know it to be true. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> let's move on to our usual routine here. What story changes we would do here? I would like to go first. Go, go for it. So... I love Emmett, right? He's a great dude. Uh huh. But clearly, Elle should have ended up with Vivian. <gasps> As they realize that not only is Warner, you know, a complete other douchebag who doesn't deserve either of them, <laughs> uh, they're having the most meaningful, caring relationship with each other. And maybe that blossoms into something more. Mm. You know, at first they think they're competing for each other. Uh, with each other for uh, Warner's affection. But then it turns out maybe they're just, you know, trying to show off for each other because they like each other. 
uh, and then they can be a lawyer power couple. Yeah. And it'd be amazing. See, I was actually having a similar note, Pip. Mm. I was speculating what would happen if you had made Emmett a uh, junior female lawyer instead and kind of feed into maybe Callahan here, the predatory dick that he is, has this pattern of behavior that maybe a lot of people haven't even really caught on to yet, Mm. you know? But, like, basically a a strong uh, role model character as well. Yeah. Well, I I thought about making uh, Emmett female, uh, making Uh Emmett a woman and and just uh, sticking with that. But then I decided I still like the idea of Elle and Emmett being friends uh, and having a strong friendship uh, between a man and a woman uh, and having it not be romantic. Because I feel like there should be more of that. I'd almost say, like, this movie wouldn't have changed, really, if they had just been friends. Yeah. Doesn't really come into play until the very end. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not important. <laughs> yeah. Because what's more important is Elle's journey to self-actualization. Uh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Taking herself seriously and knowing that, no, she can fucking do this. Uh, and realizing that she cares about the law. <laughs> and she's actually good at being a lawyer. Partly because she's she's good at being a lawyer because she's good with people. She's amazing at it. It's kind of like if she was doing a law firm, she's like the one I definitely want to have in the courtroom and then have like the other, you know, uh, lawyers on the team that that we've seen do all the like uh, legal legwork in the background of like finding various case laws and stuff like that. Mm. Like Vivian is probably a monster at finding one particular case that is like 100% relevant to their uh, current situation. <laughs> I have to confess that my, as it was always going to, my mind went down the daredevil path. Pip and why? Because Fog is really good at legal precedent. It's the thing he's amazing at. So he does all the legal research and finds the precedents, precedents, and then Matt goes into the courtroom and dazzles everybody. With his freaking human lie detector nonsense. Yeah. That's got to be a handy skill. <laughs> right? So what you're saying is that Nelson and Murdoch is really mostly just Nelson with some Murdoch. Sprinkled Matt in. can do stuff. <laughs> he can do stuff. Though Matt has never kicked Foggy out of the firm, though Foggy has kicked Matt out. This is not the point right now, though. Isn't it? I can already tell you the game I'm going to suggest at the end here. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, my change is Ellen and Vivian fall in love. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I can go next. Go ahead. This actually ties into something else Pippin mentioned that I didn't realize was a thing because I didn't watch the musical. Woo! And that was incorporating Elle's friends from back in school, uh, the sorority sisters, uh, more so than what was even done in the movie somehow. Because we get like little snippets of their lives that namely one of them is getting married and yay, isn't that fun, I suppose. But like, I kind of felt like we had this journey of self-actualization for, like, all these other characters in the show. What about the friends from back in school? I mean, I'd like to see them be inspired to do, like, amazing things beyond just, yay, getting married. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's just me. Uh, it's just I, you. I don't know if in the musical <laughs> they do more in the, the chorus line there, or... They're, they're not actually there yeah during during the majority of the the show they're really just voices in Elle's head they're non-diegetic ah <laughs> they're uh extra diegetic they're diegetic for l <laughs> though eventually during bend and snap uh other people can see them because why the fuck not but they do show up at the very end for the trial yeah they do in the in, in, the, in the movie as yeah, well the yeah, cheer yeah. are on uh, but they don't mention anything about any of them getting married or what they're doing. They are just there to support Elle. Because, like, I'd almost imagine that they'd be the types of friends that would move to Boston to be uh, hanging out with Elle every once in a while. But they're, like, living their own lives and who knows what other kind of adventures that maybe we get more snippets of. Like, I saved this one dude here. Uh, I'm going to become a paramedic now. Like, 
what? Wait, when does this happen? <laughs> I stopped a bank robbery. Yeah, just I, I think it'd be kind of interesting just to have like little snippets of like, as we're seeing this one, you know, our main character's growth happening, all the people tangential to her life are also being affected. Like that one com- episode of Community where Abed is, is uh, delivering a baby in the background. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, yeah, that could happen there too. It, it, it just works out well. It works out so well. Come on, make it happen. So that's, that's me. That's it. Yeah. All right. Do you want to go first? Um, All right, I can go. Yeah, I'll go. Fuck it. Okay, so my change, this is, I actually really like Legally Blonde. Um, and however, I, I do not like the, um, uh, the think- parts of the movie that are still the 90s. <laughs> So, oh. uh, that, that, that bit. The, uh, uh, the anti-feminist, like the, the feminist character who we are all supposed to think is a bitch. I don't like it. There are also some, you know, uncomfortable things that are just sort of leftovers of an earlier time. So I, I think I would just pump it up to the now and, largely have it the same i would just you know ease off on the let's face it dyke jokes and uh really let the movie be what it should be and possibly what it was aiming for were it not for the requirements of the studio system (laughs) see it says something about how much i don't remember like how much they don't uh contribute to the story and that i don't really remember it <laughs> you know yeah like I, I remember i have a mental image of the character but like mm-hmm. yeah there was like some jokes there and that's about it like i don't know yeah that's yeah, weird you know though though shout out to l for knowing gloria steinem and her essay i was a playboy bunny nice see the movie wants to do so much but i think that again Studios. Producers, am I right? No. Yeah. I want to be a producer. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, make it more of the now. And it's, it's trying for, it's trying for a level of inclusion that it doesn't quite get to because of the, some of the ways it's still. Exactly. <laughs> some of the ways it's still not good. <laughs> yeah. It'd be good for, for the not good parts. Deep. <laughs> Thanks, man. I'm, I've, I've been, uh, I've been practicing. Like the musical, is still clearly superior. <clears throat> Does have, uh, the song, uh, "Gay or European," and every time I get to that bit, I'm like, oh, do we have to see? Yeah, and and no one, no one ever considered. Wait, is it possible that he might be just bisexual? Dun, well, dun, no, dun. then the bendis step still would have worked. But also, I mean, okay, so like. There's a whole sequence of, of, um, in the trial where the. The pool boy. Yeah, the pool boy who is supposed to be the defendant's lover and therefore, and, you know, uh, is saying, oh yeah, she totally shot him. Elle is like, no, no, he is in fact gay because no straight man knows the brand of shoes. And I'm like, bitch. Oh. In the. Why? In in the musical, it's established that. The bend and snap, uh, is 99% uh, effective on, uh, straight men. And later on, uh, they're both in the hallway. She drops something, uh, and picks it up sort of by habit doing the bend and snap. Uh, and he does not respond. And she does it again just to be sure. And that, it's still terrible. <laughs> but at least it's not the shoe thing. Yeah. But also, why would you perjure yourself? I assumed he was being offered money. I assumed money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then like his boyfriend pops up and he's like, Oh, you bitch. And I'm like, Oh God. Yeah. Actually, I don't know what kind of couple would be like, all right, all right, honey, I'm going to be perjuring myself uh, in trial today. Could you just be a, be a witness to it in the audience? Thanks. Well, also like, or just babe. I'm going to perjure myself, but don't worry about it. This is still like the early 2000s, if not the 1990s. So we're in the closet anyway. We'll come out of this millionaires. And everyone goes, yeah. I have no morals and I'm cool with this. Well, yeah, one of them's already perjured himself. It's probably fine. Yeah. 
Anyway, Al, you go. Yeah, I'm just gonna... Uh, I'm taking this to space. Jesus Christ. Because, you know what? I want to see the, uh... Al Woods get into, uh... Get into, uh... Starfleet, uh... Academy? Yeah, Starfleet Academy for in the captain course. Al would nice. be a better captain than any of the others. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, going through the list, and I'm like, no, no. Yep, yep. Uh, no. Yep. Uh, no. Yep, yep, mm, yep, 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 yep. Wait, yep. wait, wait. Uh, Cisco. No, no. Yep. <laughs> would she take any bullshit from Q? No. Actually, I feel like she would have been really compassionate, while at the same time being like, come on. <laughs> no, she, she'd befriend him in that weird way, and uh, and kind of, uh, and just like, oh, by the way, Q, do you mind just uh, popping us back into uh, into a uh, normal space? And like, oh yeah, sure. And then like, and then twenty minutes later, Q comes back. You tricked me. I asked nicely, and that was the trick. <laughs> Can you imagine? And Q, who actually being offended that people were being polite to him. Picard never asked me nicely. Well, that sounds like something you should talk about with him. No, and. <laughs> And then there's her role model, Janeway. Hmm. Yeah. Or maybe Elle is Janeway's role model. Ooh. <gasps> oh. oh. Wait, should she be the first uh, woman in Starfleet uh, in the uh, Starfleet uh, Captain Course? Because, as you know, there was a long time uh, at Starfleet. Uh, it's like, we've progressed past sexism and, and just all the female crewmen and are glaring at Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sure, go for it. Yeah, yeah. And what does she do in her Kobayashi Maru? Oh. Hmm. Kobayashi Maru, for the listening audience, was supposed to be an unwinnable, uh, a unwinnable training program, uh, whereby you inevitably lose the ship and all your crew and yourself. But how you lose is what shows the medal of a captain. Kirk cheated. That motherfucker. <laughs> oh, bless. <laughs> I think she'd actually make the legit hard decisions. Mm. Mm. Like surprising the, the crap out of everybody in the process. I feel like she would try she'd open, to parlay. She'd open for parlay hey, while oh, oh, getting her, while well, uh, getting everyone on to, uh, go to, uh, go to their, uh, escape. Escape. Oh, I yeah. think she'd go down with the ship, but I think she'd manage to save a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, but wait, part of the Maru is not just your ship, but it's also a ship that is endangered by Klingon yeah. forces, I think? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. She'd have her crew go into the escape pods and then steer the ship to uh, intercede between the Klingons and the, the Kobayashi. I think that's... That seems like ill. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she'd beat herself up afterwards, though. Well, she'd be dead, so it wouldn't matter. Oh, wait, you mean real life. Yeah, after the simulation. (laughs) And then Emmett's like, no, no, you you did amazing. No one unbeats a Kobayashi Maru. I died after, like, five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I tried firing my proton torpedoes at them, but that failed spectacularly. That pissed him off. (laughs) (laughs) Warner over there, they're just, didn't even get a chance, he just... They just shot him immediately. It's kind of weird. Took one look at his dumb face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Klingons would would do that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, so, so that's a that's a series of yeah. I went there. Just try yeah. and stop me. Yeah. Yeah. I- just look at you now. <laughs> Blondes in space, man. Blondes in, in space. space. <laughs> They made a bunch of sequels to Legally Blonde. Why didn't they do Blondes in Space? I mean, I mean, they made on. one spe- sequel. Uh, they, the, they didn't even try to do stuff with, but, you oh. know. Two sequels, I think. Um, I thought it was just Legally Blonde, Red, White, and Blue. There's Legally Blonde 2, and there's also Legally Blondes. What? Two of them. Are you sure that's yeah. not the porn? It's on Netflix, I thought. Are, so, again, I ask. Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> I just remember, like, like going through Netflix at one point and be like, that does not look good. Next. <laughs> oh shit, you're right. Ha ha. Does it even have like Reese Witherspoon? <laughs> no. Ooh, bad sign, bad sign. So yeah, uh, that was, uh, our, our story changes. So I ask you now. Wait, I have an important. Uh huh. Thing to say. Uh huh. Do you? <laughs> Apparent, according to Wikipedia. Ah. Under uh, the article Legally Blonde, parentheses, franchise, and parentheses, 
there is going to be a Legally Blonde 3. Oh, what? no. Uh, it mm. has nothing about it <laughs> other, other than a uh, release date of May 8, 2020. Wow. Well, they better get on it. They have a year. That's that's extreme. Yep. Elle better be aging gracefully. Elle is now a Jedi Master? What? <laughs> it also has Reese Witherspoon as a producer. Oh, huh. I mean, maybe? Hire a good enough writer. Though she was yeah. also, this is producer for Legally Blondes, so who knows? Along with everybody else on the goddamn planet. Huh. So the, that's more, that sounds like a case of, uh, put your name on this so we can have as many producers as possible. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Do you want to film a movie? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. We can now go on to the next bit. I just felt that was important. That's fair. That's fair. So the next bit, I guess we could say, is a, a game, right? <gasps> okay. I love games. Games. I know, Pep. Games. Games, games, games. I, I think I joked about it earlier, but now I'm kind of intrigued. What do we think about doing the, was it the meta character one? Mm. A special appearance by. Yeah. So what do you guys think about doing special appearance by? I have no problem with you it. You can do that. Okay, I'm gonna, no, I'm calling it. Uh, oh, guys, I'm doing it first, cause otherwise you fuckers will get to jump on me. Alright. I would like Angel from Buffy to appear. Hmm. Oh, I <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, why don't we just get most of the characters from Buffy to appear? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Guess what L is? She- <gasps> Oh no. Yes. She- I love it. She is one of the, um, at the end of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Spl- Splayer. Splayer, yes. <laughs> That's the porn title. Um, <laughs> at the end of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, spoiler alert, all the, uh, the women who could have been slayers were it not for the patriarchy, uh, saying there can only be one. Cause fuck that. Anybody. Fuck can. the patriarchy. Fuck the patriarchy. Uh, Buffy unleashes the power of all girls who could have been slayers to be slayers. Um, and guess who is one of those girls? Elle Woods. Elle Woods! Now, I'm gonna also play around a little bit with, uh, uh, continuity here. I'm going to say that, uh, the reason Angel has popped up is because this is season one Angel. Uh, he is <laughs> in love with her. Or some bullshit. I don't really remember Oof. why Angel was in love with Buffy. Uh, but, Basically, she has to deal with uh, vampires coming out of stuff. Um, how does she keep her manicure nice? I think that she does handle it a lot better than Buffy, because Buffy was, you know, a teenager in high school. Elle Woods is a uh, uh, is a law student. And she, of course, has the friendship of Delta New. Delta New? I, I also feel like she can uh, afford professional manicures where Buffy could not. Indeed. I, I'm envisioning a whole delightful fucking sequence with uh, uh, vampires trying to get into Delta News building and it not working out well. <laughs> yeah. I honestly also envision uh, several of them being dusted by accident. And, um, I, I, you know, I want Angel to pop up to be like, you're a slayer. Uh, I, I'm here to help you. And Elle being like, but why? <laughs> I don't want her to give him the time of day. Because <laughs> yeah. she still ends up nice. with it. That's awesome. Uh, oh, yeah. So Angel's pissy being like broody and it, it's not going well for him. Whatever. Meanwhile, we get adventures, we get slaying, we get dusting, we get, uh, having to, uh, uh figure out the legal ramifications of, uh, hospitality laws as applied and, to and vampires. Guys, did you know, did you know that garlic and holy water makes a great exfoliant? Oh my god. <laughs> True story. Um, I found that there is, in fact, garlic shampoo and conditioner. It exists How did in you the- find that out? Don't ask me these questions. I just know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I have never bought such things, but they exist. Okay. And I'm excited about this. You haven't bought them yet. Yet's really the correct answer here. <laughs> um, wow. So that's my, okay. that's my uh, special appearance by... I'm super excited about this, and frankly, if this is not already a fanfic somewhere on the AO3, I will be extremely surprised. <laughs> so and disappointed in fandom. So usually, or sometimes we play the um uh, everything changed when the Briss is attacked 
uh, game, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, legally blonde AUs uh, are a thing that should really happen more often. Huh. <laughs> like, you name it. Let's do a legally blonde AU. The characters go to law school. <laughs> nice. I mean, wouldn't that just be a law school AU? Ooh. Well, no, because there's a murder trial of a uh, fitness guru. With a fitness guru. Uh, and friends and self self actualization and somebody really likes the color pink. It's all in how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, basically. <laughs> basically. Fair enough. Well, uh, I have one for our next entry in the game. Okay. And it's from a game. Yep. I'm saying Phoenix Wright. Yeah. 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 yeah that's Explain yep. more. Uh, Phoenix Wright is a series of, uh, lawyer uh, games. <laughs> Uh, where you play, in most of them, Phoenix Wright. Who is an ace attorney. Junior attorney. Come on, Pippin. But you start in- the game on his very first trial, but happens to be really good at... Uh, making a turnabout. <laughs> making turnabouts, yeah, and, and really getting getting the truth out of uh, people he has on the stand. People, parrots, radios. Yeah, parrot does get... Uh, on the stand in the first game it's a little weird but i'm thinking here uh it's later on in the series at the phoenix right was it uh anything agency al was that uh, it? yeah and l uh maybe in her junior whatever second or third year in uh law school during the summer <laughs> i like how none of us fucking know how law school works and i applied and so, yeah, she goes and interns there and gets to be on a major case because that's just how things work in the Phoenix Wright games. There's a major murder case. Your client is always innocent. And sooner or later, the culprit is going to be on the witness stand. And no amount of establishing reasonable doubt can get your or defendant and, uh, off of the hook. Yep. And sometimes you talk to a ghost. I've always Sometimes. wanted to talk to a ghost. You cross-examine a ghost. And you also cross-examine a pair at one, at one point. I mean, there are no limits in these he games. He once cross-examined the vengeful spirit of his ex-girlfriend. That's right, yeah. Huh. Spoilers, there was a BTW. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, I just think that the two would play well off each other. It could be the murder of a fashion guru instead of uh, a fitness guru, and we get to have... The specialized knowledge as we investigate the crime scene, because that's a thing that happens in these games that I'm sure lawyers in real life don't really do. <laughs> yeah, I just think it'd be fun. And and then they get to go on adventures. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'll go. Okay. Broken 9-9. <gasps> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Pip. I'm sorry, Pip. Were you going to go? though? I wasn't going to... To say it, and that almost makes me more mad <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't even think of it. Uh, but no, uh, Al Woods is the uh, defense attorney on the case that uh, that Jake is on. Jake nice. hates defense attorneys, except for that one he dated at the time. <laughs> that was so great. <laughs> oh, I miss Sophia. Like, defense attorneys are, are evil, and they're always he's so smart, <laughs> and make me feel dumb. And then Al walks in, and like... Like, oh no, all my justification and are gone. No! <laughs> right yeah. on. So it'd be like a similar thing to what I was saying, how there's like a a murder of a fashion guru or something like that. Or just a regular, a random um, dude. And, and really the murder case is just happening in the background while we'll watch these kooky characters do kooky things. See, I think I think you're leaving comedy on the floor there, Al. I think it ends up with L taking uh, Jake shopping. Yes. But wait, there's more. Yes. Wait. This is before Amy and Jake end up together. Oh, Spoilers no. for Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So, let's say that Amy is incredibly jealous and upset about uh, L, And then L spends the time and basically becomes better friends with Amy then with Jake, and uh, then we still get women supporting women and uh, shit like that. And then uh, also a scene of uh, of uh, L shopping with Rosa. Yes, I'll take a scene of L shopping with Rosa. That'd be amazing. And, and Rosa's like, 
what I, they wear pink stuff. And Jake's like, when? <laughs> and she'd be like, during my flower shows. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's Ellen- the last you ever hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> Elle and Rosa wrote, know, know each other uh, from before. Uh, and she <gasps> said, oh. Rosa was a Delta new. Rosa oh. was a Delta new. <laughs> Who were you? <laughs> Not important. See, I'm just th- imagining there'd be all sorts of com- uh, comedic bits of the fact that Jake definitely doesn't know fashion. Amy Santiago does not know fashion. There could be some some comedy bits there, too. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I think I did good. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pip. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I technically already did. <laughs> Damn it. You can elaborate on it. I mean, I could. I could. Uh, or I could talk about, uh, instead of Matt being Jessica Jones's lawyer, Elle being Jessica Jones's lawyer. I support this. Oh, yeah. Women supporting women. Women supporting women. You know, their own experience with male harassment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and Jessica rocking another jacket, uh, even if she's not taking a great care of herself. So Elle defending Jessica and teaching her or, or trying to help her with her self-esteem again and and giving her a a sorority. Pip, pip, Aww. pip, 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 pip. Yes. What is the name of uh, of She-Hulk? Uh, oh, my gosh. Right? Cause <gasps> She-Hulk. Because you know who else was a Delta Nu? She totally was. They. Oh, my God. They talk about how to color with green. Yes. I think it's Jennifer Waters. Walters? Walters, Walters, yeah. I think so. Who is totally a a lawyer, can basically shift from her human form to her Hulk form as she chooses because, you know, she's just better than other people. And keep her reasoning. Um, But chooses mostly to be large and green because, you know. Who fucking wouldn't want to be? Jesus. Yeah. And is a lawyer and is amazing. Oh, I am so mad at myself. I'm mad at you too, Pep. We're all yeah. mad at you. We're really yeah. pissed. That's fair. <sighs> we were all counting on you. We were rooting for you. <laughs> we were all rooting for you. <laughs> so basically, just Elle Woods in the MCU in general. Or in the uh, Marvel Universe in general. Yeah. Legit. Hmm. She would have a great time. Oh, she would have had a field day during Civil War. Wait, why? The Sokovia Accords. Oh. Oh. And the actual legality of it. Oh, my God. You know what it is? Mm. She managed to to, uh, negotiate the deal that got uh, Hawkeye and (gasps) Ant-Man on house arrest instead of in super fantasy jail. Yeah. What? Like, it's hard? (laughs) Because... I've been waiting this entire podcast to be able to say that. (laughs) Oh, bless. Cool. So, yeah. Do we have anything else about uh, Legally Blonde here? Nope. People should watch it, specifically the musical. Wow. Watch both. The movie's good, too. I will Don't accept, believe the lies. I will accept watching both. The movie is good, but the musical's amazing. The movie's on Netflix. The musical's on YouTube. That's wrong, Pippin. It is wrong. I do not endorse <laughs> looking up Legally Blonde, the musical, full show. <laughs> Don't do it. Now, if you were to type in the following link, I'd be very disappointed in you. <laughs> it's not my fault that MTV never uh, released the recording. The jerks. Though they did air it. And people recorded it. And that's that. why we get an amazing version of the Say Show. <laughs> and that was Legally Blonde. The musical. Legally Blonde. Legally yeah. Blonde. And... As always, if you have an idea or prompt to submit, head on over to nostorysacred.com slash submission. Follow us on Twitter at nostorysacred or send an email through contact at nostorysacred.com. Your hosts have been Alex McDonald, Brendan McDonald, Pippin McDonald, and Catherine Crichton. Editing for this episode done by Brendan. Transcript done by Ashley DaCosta. Art by Jay Wolf. Show notes and transcript are available at nostoriesacred.com. Thanks for listening, everyone, and please rate, review, and subscribe to No Story is Sacred. 
You can also visit our Patreon page to support the show and get neat rewards at patreon.com slash no story is sacred. See you next time when we talk about the matrix. Wow, you guys were on that. <laughs> there is no spoon. Until then, we're no story is sacred and any story can be changed. I'm Kat. I'm Brendan. I'm Pippin. And I'm Alex. And we're... No Story is Sacred. Follow the way.